You are now tuned into the Brother Monty Show. Drew, my man, how's how you hey. doing? How, how you doing, man? Uh, just came back from eating and dropping the dog off at the vet. Uh, oh, what's wrong? Oh no, we're just getting her fixed. Oh, okay. I was, I know them. I know them. I know them. Them vet bills ain't fucking cheap, man. Yeah, especially for a dog, and like it was fucking two thirty. Drew, I remember one time I was, I had my first dog ever. We took him to the vet. For pills, two pills, Drew. Fucking wanted like two hundred and fifty dollars. I'm like, what? Totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's expensive, man. But um, yeah, nice. On vacation? Um, I guess a mini vacation. I have the next four days off. So nice, nice. That's what's up, man. Um, mm. so everybody, I just want to do a little nice little rundown of what the. The, the fuckery of what happened yesterday. I'm joined here by my brother, my right hand man, man Drew Yari, and um, yeah. Did you did you did you catch the 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 foolery yesterday? Um, well, I didn't watch it live. I just saw the clips because uh, uh, we were out. I just yeah. got out of work. I just went to go meet the fiance for dinner, oh, and okay. um, I usually don't watch AEW live. Well, let me let me retract that statement real quick. Yeah, yeah. I record I record live for the show yeah usually in the middle of AEW, so i'll have AEW on just so i can like i guess review it while i'm recording Nah, yeah that's cool and like i'm not the biggest AEW fan personally like yeah i know i've tried i've tried in the past to give it a chance <laughs> you know but you know that's 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 another story uh, for another podcast. <laughs> but um yeah I, what monty is referring to i'm assuming is the uh the world championship match between or title unification match right. between uh, CM Punk and Moxley. Yes. And what was funny was that, you know, I obviously follow a lot of wrestling pages on Facebook and Twitter being, that, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we are both wrestling podcasters. Um, on Facebook, there was a page I was following that said, you know, the championship match is, is kicking off the second hour of AEW. I'm like, are they gonna let these guys go a whole hour? Right. Like, I thought the same shit. Like Adam Page and you know Danielson. I'm like, I don't think Punk can go an hour. I don't even think Punk can go like 20 minutes. Like Jesus. Um, so I was like, all right, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then I get back on Twitter and I forget who, but they just said Moxley just destroyed Punk. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And I saw a clip of the whole match, which is all of. What like three minutes, two or it's, three minutes? Yeah, no, no, you're right. It was it was literally two minutes and fifty nine seconds, fifty nine seconds. So yeah, it basically three minutes. 
the whole match is just basically them locking up, and then Punk goes for a kick, but he ends up, I guess, hitting his foot that he broke. I don't know if that was in kayfabe or right. But um, he's selling the fact that he he possibly fucked up the you know surgically repaired foot. Right. Um, Moxley goes for two paradigm shifts, and now he's the new. Or I don't even do you want to call him a new world champion since he was already the interim. Nah, see, champion? see, see, see Drew, I don't, I don't like this interim shit. Like, if, like, say, say, if Punk was really never fully healed from the surgery, right? And he figured, right. he he figured, all right, I have to drop this belt because I'm not gonna hold this belt for what, how long he was hurt, like three weeks. I I feel like once you're, if you're gonna be hurt longer than three weeks or four weeks, that's a month. You cannot be you cannot be out for a month and hold the title. Like I don't I don't know. So that interim shit is stupid. They did the same thing with Thunder Rosa, but anyways, yeah, if he's really hurt, I guess like you had to go that route. But yeah, I don't know. I, I guess you would say he's the I guess undisputed AW see, I don't know. That shit's confusing, man. I don't like that. Right, and like I, I don't know what the story is because I know people are I guess having their own theories of you know is punk did is punk really not a hundred percent? I mean and if that's the case, why even do this? Like why even do an interim thing? Like why being just right. strip him of the title? Right. Because interim champions are just it's 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 stupid. But it's thank stupid. you. Right, you know, in WWE, like if someone gets hurt, someone gets a concussion, you know, they take the title off. Right. Or I guess depending on how much they can recover, but you know, but yeah, just take the title off and just have a tournament. Easy. But you know, you gotta do the whole intern thing. I guess I guess maybe they learned their lesson with punk and realized that was a dumb idea because, you know, we're shifting I don't I don't mean to like, you know, shift, but like, you know, going to Rosa she got hurt. I think she got a what did she get? Like a concussion I, or something? Drew, honestly, I don't know, man. There's speculation saying that um, I don't know what's going on. I feel like it's a mess. It's a mess. There's, there's no, like, I feel like I feel like Tony Khan does not hold anybody accountable. And that kind of pisses me off because, like, if, like, they say CM Punk's doing that, 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 that promo on Hangman Page was unscripted. Like, he kind of made him look foolish. And now, to me, personally... They have a Drew. They have a, this. Moxley and Punk are fighting each other at All Out for a rematch. This it just mm-hmm. doesn't make none of this shit makes sense. You know it doesn't. Mm-hmm. If because think about it, why would you make him squash? Why would you make Moxley squash him? And then let's say they have like a twenty minute match at All Out. That none of that shit makes absolutely no fucking sense. <laughs> you know? Right, and like, and like I thought I was assuming the reason why they moved it to uh, Dynamite was that. Okay, are we gonna get MJF back, and MJF is gonna insert himself into the match somehow? Mm-hmm. Which I wouldn't have minded that because it's MJF, and right now that's not happening. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's gonna happen. It's either gonna end with MJF getting more money or going to WWE, and I don't know. Like, I'd rather see him go to WWE because I just i i want <laughs> I want MJF to get out of that company as soon as possible. In my, in my opinion, yeah, um, and just like I don't, I don't know how you feel about Punk. I mean, just Punk to me is just he's a shell of himself, his former self. He's he's not the CM Punk from ten years ago. You know, the pipe bomb guy. That was the Punk I liked. You know, ever since CM Punk came back, you know, last year, this whole last year, 
he's just been an unbearable douchebag. Like he <laughs> is just like, you know, every comment out of his mouth is WWE did this to me and WWE did this to me and you know, I hate WWE and WWE. It's like Yeah. You I sound like you. a jilted ex lover. I'm yeah, sorry. it's annoying. Like, no, it's annoying. Like I, like I'm, I'm gonna add on to exactly what you just said. They were talking. Uh, 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 John Moxley went on like a promo uh, after Rampage because they do Rampage after Dynamite, and uh, he was like, um, he's like, if, he was like, tell your friends they're watching that Monday night and Friday night bullshit. Like in my mind, he's like, tell them to go watch Wednesday nights. That's where it's at. Like in my mind, listen, Vince ain't there no more, right? You, everybody was like anti Vince. Vince ain't there no more. WWE references should not be happening no more. Just cut the shit out. Like, worry about the product. Like, focus on your own product. Like, cut the bullshit out. To me, it like to me, it's getting it. That shit's really played out. Like the WWE references and 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 the promos and stuff. Like, like you said, it, it it's it's tiring. Focus on get some new content. Like, focus on some different material. Like, it, it's it's worn out. You know what I mean? Like, they really cannot like. Most of them cannot go go like one freaking weekly show without saying some shit about WWE. It kind of kind of it's it's annoying. It's annoying as fuck. <laughs> right, and, and you you can tell that Triple H and Stephanie, and I'll I'll even say Nick Khan. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all they, it seems like Tony's getting hot and bothered. Like there was the news where was it before Dynamite yesterday that. He held a talent meeting and he had to explain that he sent an email to Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan, you know, saying don't tamper with, you know, right. Tony on a contract. I'm like, yeah, somebody's got, uh, you know, somebody's got, you know, Tony scared because, you know, even talents in the company are saying, you know, there are people that are looking to go to WWE because Triple H is in charge of talent. You know, Matt Hardy said the same thing. Uh, Renee, I was going to say Renee Dupree, Renee Young, um, she was on her show with uh, Moxley, yeah. And she had mentioned, you know, shit. There might be some guys that want to go to, you know, AEW. And she kind of subtly, but not so subtly, I guess, is kind of glancing at uh, John, like you know, take the money, like because I think he signed a year extension. Um, mm. And I don't know. I I was looking at it like this, and maybe this is just me. Like I look at Renee seeing that and going. Once your contract is up, go to go back. Yeah, like, we got to go back, right? Get all this out of your system. You have a baby girl. You can't keep doing all this shit your whole life. You know, take the money and stability, and also they'll do a, a shield reunion, or you can possibly wrestle Roman or Seth, or have a triple threat shield match at WrestleMania. Like, do something like that. You know, right. I can imagine. I can imagine that, but then again, I'm. I, I guess I'm logical, but. Renee, Renee seems like she's more logical. John is more like, you know, I'll do. I want to, I want to do these crazy ass fucking matches every fucking week. Like, right. I, yeah, no, I, it, it's true. And you know what, Drew, they, they have to stop. I, the, their problem is they. I feel like their problem is they book, they wait on people's um momentum. Like if they, like if he sees, if they see somebody ha- have the momentum, they stall it. Like for example, man. Why the fuck would you give Wardlow the TNT title for him to not do anything with it? Like, I, I was watching Dynamite yesterday, and they showed, like, the card for Rampage. He's fighting, like, a, he's fighting Dolph Ziggler's brother for the TNT title. Like, that's who he's defending it against. Like, come on, Drew. Like, what the oh, fuck? Jesus. You see, like, you, 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 you have, a, like, a, like, a, like, a valuable 
person holding the title that can make the title mean something. Like, why don't you guys use that title as a step up to the world title? Like, you guys aren't even, like you said, they're not even following basic logic. Like, when Miro lost the, the TNT title, right? Don't you think he should have won for the AEW title immediately? He didn't well, even do that. He didn't I mean, they, they call it all friends wrestling for, for a reason. Uh, you're right. Unfortunately, like, you know, if you're not the Bucks, if you're not Adam Cole. Well, I mean, at this point, Adam Cole was kind of getting, you know, the, the short Cole, end of the six. Right. You know, and I, I like Adam Cole. I mean, I know RJ loves Adam Cole, and we all, me and him agree on this. It's just like, what have they done to him? Like, they... They've completely nerfed him. They've nerfed him, as the kids say. Drew, I feel, Drew, I feel like they, he, I feel like they made him not care. Like since he's with his friends and everything, he's like laid back. Which means I don't, I, I don't mind. Like sure, that's your life. But at the same time, it's like I know in the back of your head, watching everything on WWE right now, you're probably like, "Fuck," you know what I'm saying? He's definitely thinking to himself, "Fuck," like. People were, I, people were clamoring about like he had a great feud with Hangman and all this, all this stuff. But um, Hangman, Hangman just lost the belt to CM Punk. CM Punk just got squashed by John Moxley. What does that What does that say about Hangman Adam Page? Honestly, mm. you know what I'm saying. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying, Drew. Like, what does that say about Hangman Adam Page, bro? Like, no, for real, right? Like, he's, ex- a- he's, ex- he's another guy that's exposed himself. Like a guy who I liked, and I was actually given a chance. But then it's just like, yeah, you're really not that good. <laughs> like you're, you're you're good in the ring. You're good in the ring. I'll give you that. But it's just like you're not what we think you are. It's like I understand. I, I made the comparison of him and Drew McIntyre, which I think Drew McIntyre is actually getting a lot better now, as far as like you know a character. Where like for the longest time, Drew McIntyre was that guy we wanted to get over, and we thought the company wanted him to get over. But like the problem with him and Paige that they had is that anytime they talked, you didn't believe what they were saying. Yeah. Whereas now Drew McIntyre, you know, the, you know, the chains are in the chains are off and now he can speak more freely and it actually sounds legit. Like when you hear him say, you know, oh, man, I'm going to kick your ass at Clash of the Castle. It's like, I believe him. <laughs> like he's going to whoop that ass. I, can, I believe he's going to whoop that ass at Clash of the Castle. Whereas Adam Page is like, you know, I'm a cowboy and I do cowboy shit while I'm wearing my, my wife's uh, butterfly embroidered jeans. <laughs> no. Hey, I, hey, I like his jeans. All right, those are cool. It's... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but no, but no, but listen, Drew, I, I totally understand, and I, hey, I completely agree with you. I just, you're right. I just, I just feel like, listen, he ha- he better he better start treating his homegrown talent properly before they say fuck this shit. I'm out. For example, Ricky Starks, man, that dude is. He better stop. He better stop paying attention to his people, or else they're gonna get fed up, and they're gonna be like, you know what? There's change over there. Maybe they, maybe they can actually do something with me. Like, like I, I heard a spoiler, Drew, that House of Black loses to Dark Order, right, in the trios tournament. So why have Malachi Black? Why give him this group? A lot of the shit that they do makes no sense. Like I want them. Like I like. Don't get me wrong. I want them to like. I want them to be good. It's just they fucked themselves over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This just like I look at a lot of that homegrown talent. I think they're they're going to be in WWE in a heartbeat. It's like Ricky, Ricky's going to be there because, and also Cody's there and helps because I know Cody that said in an interview, you know, yeah. said straight up like you know if if you know AEW talent calls me, 
and ask me for advice about going to WWE, I'll be honest. With you. And I also think that's, I guess, an unofficial job title for Cody is, you know, his talent to bring in talent from AEW because, like, right. you know, especially his uh, his kids, as he calls them, because he, whenever he left, he mentioned people from his, I guess, his own factory or just friends of his, like, you know, like Jade, yeah, uh, like uh, Wardlow, Ricky, MJF. They're, they're all going to be there, especially Ricky. Ricky. Ricky is just so damn good. Like yeah, he's man. so talented. He he looks like a mini rock, and he, he has the per- he has the personality of a, of the rock. And I think that's a guy you know, especially like a Triple H, who you could say what you want about him. Triple H loves wrestling. He loves wrestlers, and I'm pretty sure if you showed him Ricky Starks, he's like, you know, when does his contract expire? Like I need to know. Right. Um, and MJF, I think, is someone that they've been wanting for a long time. You know, Jade has the look that they want, and just imagine Jade, but Wait, being able about, to. Tr- Drew, you talking about Jade Cargill? Well, hear me out. Hear me out. Oh, I'm saying on, you know what I'm about to say to you. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. <laughs> now, Jade looks good, but she's not very good in the ring. Now, now, imagine her being able to hone her skills and become a lot better in the performance center. You're right. With You're the right. better with better people training her and not right. you know, the nightmare factory or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Or Shaquille was it Shaquille O'Neal trained her? Like, yeah, he, yeah, she fought with Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Even though the match wasn't I, the match was better than I thought it would be. But uh, yeah, right, Shaquille O'Neal. Like I always you know what I think about when I when I see Jade Cargill? I think of the female Goldberg. She fights for three <laughs> minutes. She can't she can't exceed past ten minutes and she can't go a match without one botch. I, that's bad for me. I can't, you know. But you're right. With a little bit more training, don't freaking shove somebody down our throats, and you'll see. We'll see what happens. But you're right. Ricky Starks is literally mini rock. The way he dresses, that promo was compelling yesterday, man. You, I was watching. I'm like, holy shit! Like he's really giving his all after we just watched like something we didn't think was supposed to happen at all. <laughs> um. Yeah, man, but I want to ask you, you think you think most of these WWE people that left, that, that went to AEW is, like, really scratching their heads and like, what the fuck did I do? Like, for example, like, Andrade. He, I know he's mad. He does mm-hmm. shit, and he's always losing. Always. Malachi Black, if that, rumor, if that spoiler is true. He left for nothing. For what? For for random rampage fights with jobbers or like random squash matches on dark? Like uh, I don't listen, and people could say, oh, they could take independent bookings. I don't see Malachi Black or Andrade taking independent bookings anywhere, do you? Uh I mean, I don't I don't want to like assume that everybody is thinking, oh, Triple H is in charge. Let me go back. Like, you know, for all we know, maybe people are happy. But like with like with guys like Malachi Black who when they brought him in, they put a rocket ship, you know, right at the yeah. back. They're like, you know, we're, we're going to try and make this guy something. You know, they debuted him against Cody and had him beat Cody twice. And then Cody beat him. And then after that, it was just like, okay. You know, uh, same thing with Keith Lee. He, they debuted Keith Lee. And, I mean, yeah, him and Swerve are the tag team champions. But it's just like, does it really matter, though? Because it's just like. You know, when the Young Bucks were tacking champions, they made it seem like it mattered. But 
anybody else who's been tag team champions that isn't the Young Bucks or isn't Kenny or Paige or any of the elite guys, it almost seems like it doesn't matter that much. Um, <clears throat> other guys, you know, that, that signed with AEW, again, going back to Adam Cole, where, hey, you know, he's get, he gets to hang out with his friends and his girlfriend. You know, right. so we can't we can't say he's, that he's unhappy, but right. it wouldn't surprise me if a part of him is like, man, now that they're in charge, imagine like imagine where I'd be on that show because right. you know Adam, you know he seemed like he was happy to be in WWE, but he knew there's no chance in hell a guy like Adam Cole was going to be on Vince McMahon's television huh, or I'll be like in the main event of WrestleMania. Now you got Johnny Gargano back on fucking television. You oh, got other guys back. Like, imagine if Adam Cole was on WWE television. He, I mean, they already treat him like Jesus Christ on NXT. They're going to treat him like he's Jesus Christ Part Two on <laughs> right. fucking Raw and SmackDown. Right. You know, but I don't know. Like, then again, I know, I know Kevin Kevin Castle. He, you know, he always says this: contracts can always be broken. I mean, it's easier said than done. Yeah, but. You know, we don't know. We don't know what's going on. For all we know, there might be some people that are trying to get out of their contract. Yeah. I mean, and that's fuck, why Tony, I know so- that's why Tony Khan's panicking because he doesn't know uh-huh. what to do. Because, like, like we say, he kind of doesn't really know what he's doing. <laughs> and we can clearly see it. Yeah, man, let's book a three-minute title match and then just do a rematch at the pay-per-view, anyways, <laughs> for the main event this time. Okay, <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. But um. I- no, yeah, but um, from Raw, um, what do you? I want to. I really want to get your thoughts. Like, are you liking this Champa thing with Miz? Are you liking Dexter Loomis like crossing over from Raw to NXT? Like, I honestly, man, when he kidnapped Miz, I thought he was gonna kill him. <laughs> like, <laughs> if people, like, if like, like, if we don't know, like, like, obviously, like, like, it, say if, like, say if wrestling wasn't, you know, what it is, and like. You would think like like with the way his intensity in his face, you would think, yo, Miz might be dead now. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, and, and yet we're still cheering Dexter Miz. Like, yeah, he killed Miz. Yeah, right, um, right. I'm telling um, you, I was really happy when he did it because I was like, I, I know, I know, you know for a fact. I always like Dexter Loomis. You don't need the man. Oh, yeah, to me talk. too. Yeah, you don't need the man to talk. He, it's funny. He does so much more compelling work with no words than most wrestlers that actually try to talk. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> but um, I mean, man, I'm good. No, I was gonna say like, yeah, let me, let me hear your thoughts, man. I'm, I'm enjoying the new WWE, you know, for the past month. Cause the things that they're doing, things that triple H is doing, you know, Stephanie is just like there. It, it's a wrestling show. Like you're actually watching a wrestling show and, you know, triple H, is having the matches actually seem important, you know, because the resurgence of Dolph Ziggler's career, you know, he's going out there and having good matches with everybody. Right. You know, he had a really good match with Finn, you know, this week. I'm pretty sure you saw that. Of course, um, you know I did. I, 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 I know you're a Finn guy. I know you're Hell a Finn yeah. guy. <laughs> I, like Finn, I like Finn, and I don't know if you know this, Drew, I used to really love Dolph, man. When I was young, like, when I was in high school, and Dolph used to rock, like, those blue, those like really bright blue and pink like uh, tank tops. I had one of those tank tops in high school, bro. <laughs> I, I swear, I swear, like I, I, on my senior hoodie, 
Like, you could write anything you wanted on the back. I wrote the show off. Like, I used to really like Dolph. Like, I thought when Dolph beat, uh, when Dolph was the sole survivor in Survivor Series, I thought they were going to, right, he's going to have one more run at the world title. I thought that. They, they did nothing with him. So I kind of gave up on him. So, no, you're right. That When they did that match and he called him a little bitch and he smacked the shit out of him and they fought, That that's what I'm talking about. Like, it, it was, you're right. It was fun. Like, he called him a beast, smacked him, called him a bitch and said, come fight me now. Like, <laughs> And that's one thing I like is the dialogue recently yes. because, you know, for the longest time, like you would watch the show and you hear guys talk and you're like, that's not how real people talk. Like, and I get it. It's wrestling, but it's just like, at least make it a little bit real. Right. Like nobody talks the way they talk on the show. And now you have like guys that are acting like tough guys. And it's like, they're talking like how tough guys are supposed to talk. So I like what they're doing with Dolph. I, I really, I, I'm really liking what they're doing with Chad Gable because lately you know he's been having like really good fucking matches he had a good match with Dolph a few weeks ago yeah a really 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 good match with Kevin Owens another guy like Kevin Owens who is going to benefit from Triple H you know being in charge oh yeah you know the the duct tape you know KO logo Kevin Owens NXT Kevin Owens yeah like I'm I'm digging that yep um what else oh yeah you know talking about Dexter Luna so I, I like how they reintroduced Dexter Loomis to the company because when they released him, I was I was kind of a head scratch. I'm like, okay, this guy doesn't even this guy doesn't talk, so I think he'd be fine with creative because you know creative can fuck up people by making them talk, you know, and saying stupid shit. Whereas this guy doesn't talk, so he'd be he'd be good. Right. As a, he has a good look. So when they released him, I'm like, I mean, is is it an age thing or like did he? you know, piss someone off or I don't know, but when they brought him back, I thought it was interesting because the first time they brought him back, you know, was during, as at the end of the, the show where you saw a fan tried to rush the ring. And at first I was like, is there really a fan trying to rush the ring? Right. Because like, you know, Paul, Paul London had said this on a podcast recently where he said wrestling has the worst cops ever. Or they, they've always had the worst cops ever because <laughs> you know, anytime you've seen like a fan, quote unquote, trying to, you know, rush the ring, you know, the, the commentary would always focus on it. Be like, what is that fan doing trying to attack so-and-so? Yeah. And it's like, you, you find out it's a guy from developmental, whatever, or a guy that's being introduced on the main roster. Whereas this one, they, had a, they made it look legit. Like, because like the camera was kind of panning away. Right. But, it wasn't at the same time. Even the announcers were like, what the hell is going oh, on? Like, right. Even AJ was like trying to check on it. Like what's going on over there? Yeah, whatever. And you hear the crowd get, you know, hot and you're like, is somebody like about to attack, you know, AJ while he's not looking. And I honestly didn't know. I honestly don't know until after the show ended that somebody said that that was Dexter Loomis. I'm like, that was Dexter Loomis. Holy shit. Uh... So, I like how they're bringing him back because I remember on that whole show, there were like little Easter eggs that I felt like an idiot for not noticing where there was a whole thing that you saw a car in the back. Like it looked like yes. it crashed. Yes. And I'm like, and I'm like, that seems important. Or did like uh, Nikki Ash really crash her, really crash her car? Right. Um, and then later in the night, you just saw like random security guys, like, you know, run past uh, Alexa Bliss and Oscar. And you just see AJ just walking to the ring. So I like what they've done with Dexter Loomis. Um, I also like the fact that they, you know, doing continuity with him in uh, Indy 
Yes. I think, I, I think that's fun. I think that's cute. I like Bro, those two together. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, agree. I agree. They are. They're, they're, it's, it's adorable. Like, and it's, like you said, it's continuity. Like, it's they're picking up from literally where they left off. And Indy Harwell has shit going for an NXT. Bring her ass to the main roster. Like, have her and Dexter on the main roster. Have, like, a little segment backstage where, like, uh, you know, Johnny's walking. They, he sees them two together. He's like, oh, my God, it's you guys. Like, Johnny, he can do any type of segment. He can be funny. He can be annoying. Like, he can do he, – he, that's why – I think that's why he, he really came back. And Trips is like that. Like, he's, he's really entertainment at its core. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Like, yeah, he may not become world champion. But, honestly, who gives a fuck? Honestly, really, he, who cares? So, no, you're right. And then – but um, another thing. With Champa and Miz, what do you think is the end game there? I feel like what they're trying to pull is what Miz and Daniel Bryan had back in the day, and I feel like that's exactly what they're gonna try to do with Champa and Miz. And if that if that's so, I like that. But what do you think? Like, what's gonna go on with them two? <clears throat> I mean, I think one of two things could happen. Um, because I like the tandem of them because <laughs> I like Champa, but there's no way Champa was gonna was gonna be anything on his own. Right on the main roster, so you pair him with a Miz, and those two really complement each other because, like, you know, Champa has that dry, you know, wit about him, whereas you know, Miz is very much you know, animated all over the place. So they both complement each other. So I think one of two things could happen. Like, you know, the other thing being that eventually, you know, Champa, you know, the fans start to take to Champa and they like Champa more, and Miz gets jealous and you know says, "I made you," you know, and I can break you or whatever, right. some bullshit like that. Or another thing that could happen is that Gargano gets involved. Like Gargano tells, you know, Champa, what are you doing with this guy? Like you you used to be a killer. Like, why are you with this goofball? And that could be eventually the reformant of, you know, DIY. Like I I, I pitched the idea on on the show the other night where I said that, you know, Champa and Gargano can have their mania moment. And, you know, let's just say for argument's sake, you know, Gargano wins. And then the very next night on Raw, they embrace and you see DIY be uh, reformed. Mm-hmm. You know, have them be the tag team champs, you know, take the belts off the use of them. That'd be cool. Yeah. You know, so I think, I think that's more of a likely situation is that, you know, Gargano is kind of the one that gets them away from the Miz. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that's, was... just, that's just my opinion. You know what? You really sparked the idea in my head with the WrestleMania moment shit, man. What if they try, they try. You know, you can't always, you can't beat the original. But what if they tried to do like a TLC, new gen? You have DIY, have the Usos and throw another tag team in there, man. And that they could have that, like, that would be sick. And that's how they, that's how they get their moment by winning the titles at the big one. Mm. I mean, that, that'd be cool. I mean, um, I mean, uh, I kind I kind of hope they get they get rid of gimmick pay per views and just make the gimmick matches, you know, mean something again. But you know, it's a that's a I guess one step at a time. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I meant like like have a TLC match at WrestleMania. Like how like how. No, and- no sorry, that's what I meant. Like you know, uh, yeah, have yeah. a TLC at Mania or have a Hell in a Cell match every now and then. Have a Elimination Chamber match at Mania. Like why? Like fuck it. Um. But yeah, that, that'd be cool. Have a TLC match in me. I'm down for that. Yeah, man. But so, um, uh, do you know what's going on tomorrow? Did the WWE announce anything for tomorrow? 
for uh, for SmackDown. Uh, yeah. I know there is the second chance, I guess, oh, yeah. team match because Toxic Attract. Gigi Allen got a concussion. Oh, shit. Uh, so that's why, that's why they, they had to take Toxic out, which I, I think sucks because I like Toxic, you know, not just for obvious, not just for the reasons people think I like Toxic, but <laughs> I, I think Gigi's really good. I think I like JC. Uh, I, I think I'm one of the only few that like JC, um, you know, looks wise and also, you know, ring wise. But, you know, I like them as a tag team. Um, I think it's, again, I think it sucks that they're out. I feel bad for them. But um, yeah. I don't know. To me, it's just like we already know where this is going. Just yep. you know, have the finals be what we already know what the finals are going to be. You know, we already know Kai and Sky are going to win the titles. Right. And then, and then the eventual return of Sasha and Naomi. But, right. Oh. Uh, Yep, and then they're gonna fight for the belt. But honestly, I like that. That 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 definitely brings prestigiousness back to those titles. And um, oh, so, uh, we might see Santos tomorrow and Legado del Fantasma. You know how much I love Santos, man. So mm-hmm. I think that I think all oh, that's smart. Santos could be the solo guy. You you have another tag team now. And, uh, you have another tag team to put into the division to bolster that division. That's that's their. I feel like that's their only thing now. Um. Drew, they just gotta bolster their. Uh, they just have to bolster their talents. That's it. I mean, not the talents, their roster, uh, their, their divisions. Honestly, especially the tag team divisions. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, because it looks like you know Triple H's, you know, attention to detail, not just like his own guys, but like he's trying to make the tag team division mean something again. Like, you know, for example, there was a tag match with. Um, Champ and the Miz versus Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander and like you know Cedric and Ali look like a natural tag team and like not for nothing they both look like they're genuinely happy right like and not, and not just like hey we're a tag team you know we're gonna win this match like it wasn't like that it was more just like you know we genuinely we are genuine best friends and we look like we are happy like ha- actually happy to be out here and to wrestle and to actually be given time right and I like that um and then the women's division, you know, it's being taken. Um, you know, Bianca lately has had a kind of a character shift, which I like because I was kind of getting an, I was kind of getting bored with the whole, you know, happy go lucky Bianca Belair. Now we're getting NXT yeah. Bianca Belair. Yeah, I agree, I agree with you, there, Drew. I was kind of getting tired of the same old promo every week. It kind of got, it was kind of getting bland. Like I know we all, I know everybody got their own catchphrases, but you kind of wear them out when you say them every fucking time in every goddamn promo you do. Right, and like they're never gonna turn her heel, and I'm fine. I'm fine with that because she's kind of like their new Cena. Yeah, where you know little girls they see her, they want to be like her, and right, that's fine. I'm cool with that. But like you don't have to make her this like you know bland, you know baby face. Like give her an edge, and lately she's kind of had an edge to her, and I like that. Yeah. Um, and then same thing with the women's tag division. You know, they it looks like they're, you know, giving their you know attention to detail. They looks like they're making it mean something again. Yes, um, it's fun. Yeah, the mid card division is meaning something. You know, the U.S. titles and the Intercontinental titles feel okay. like they mean something. You know, Bobby Lashley. Personally, I want to see Bobby Lashley in the main event. Scene. That's just me. But hey, thank you. Um, you know, he's having good matches with Champa and AJ. Um, <sighs> Gunta is being treated like a fucking star the way he Hell should. Hell yeah! Hell you know, he, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to his match with Sheamus at Clash. That's gonna Drew, be- 
bro. It's gonna be a hot hosses. Two hosses. Uh, Drew, yo, that shit's gonna be fucking crazy. <laughs> They're gonna beat like they might really beat this, sh- like literally beat the shit out of each other. That's that match is gonna be insane, Drew. I'm so looking forward to that. What do you like? Okay, so what do you think? You think Bobby should have a U.S. Open challenge on the pay per view to start off the show? Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind it. Um, that'd be pretty cool. Like to have 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 him do an open challenge. That'd be pretty cool. I yeah, to to like to like you know to kick up the show. Like get get people on their feet fast, quick, in a hurry. Like, cause he he's the only one left that's not uh booked for the for the for the pay per view yet. So like I'm figuring I'm figuring out what's what's an easy way to you know get slide him in there. You know, and nobody will like bat an eye or really care because you know he's always gonna perform. Like you're right. Like how come how come he's how come they're dodging him fighting Roman. Why is that? That's weird because, like, I remember me and RJ always bringing this up. Like, I forget which pay-per-view it was where he beat – I think he was still feuding with almost an MVP, and he yes, beat them. right. And he got, like, this huge reaction. And he mm-hmm. randomly pulls a, a world – a WWE title belt out of the crowd and starts holding it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> like what you trying to tell me? I'm like, go on. And um, nothing came of that. I'm like, I mean, granted, you know, the the world title scene's kind of, I guess, it's a little full right now because you have Drew, then you have Cross coming back, right? Um, and I don't know, I don't know who else is going to be involved in the world title scene. Um, I, there, I know there's already rumors that they're they want to split the belts again because you know they have to lighter schedule. Yeah, they, I, I agree. I mean, I was in favor of them unifying the titles, but now I'm like, me too. Now they gotta. I think they gotta. I think they have to. Yeah. Squash no, you're them. right. No, you're right, Drew. They have too many top dogs now to have one guy hold both belts. All right, and also you're bringing back people. You're bringing back more people. I mean, right. Cross came back, and they're treating Cross like a fucking star. Which bro, is you know good. You, you, bro, you know I was hyped for that shit. Oh no, I'm, I'm happy for. I'm, I, I like how they, I like how they've been treating his return because they're not overexposing him. Like right. they're not having to come out every single week. Right, and do these vignettes, and I'm fine with it because it's reintroducing people to Cross, who their last memory of him is him wearing that goofy helmet. Exactly, exactly. And now they, and now they see this NXT Cross that people have been preaching about, and they're like, "All right, I'll, I want to give this guy a chance." Like I, I've even seen people that have said, "I'm not, I was never really a fan of Cross, but I want to try and give him a chance," and that's good. Um. And then you have other people coming back. You know, there's there's a rumor that Bray Wyatt resigned with the company. And really? Yeah, that's that's the rumor is that he signed and they, they're giving him big money and they're going to treat him like like a top dog. Oh, um, whether he back as the whether he comes back as the fiend or you know the, the cult leader. Yeah, I prefer I prefer the cult leader or the fiend or. I agree with you. You could possibly maybe even do like a a mix of both. Um. Because I, I can imagine Bray Wyatt, somebody who likes to reinvent himself and doesn't want to do the same shit, kind of like, yeah. like the Undertaker. But um, yeah, um, how, if Bray Wyatt does come back, like, what do you see him? What do you see him do? Who do you see him? Do? I would love, I would love for him. I agree with you. I would love him to come back as the cult leader, and um, I'll tell you why. I feel like, I feel like they fucked up Bray Wyatt years ago, man. Um, mm-hmm. I remember I was in college. WrestleMania 30 was on was on the way, right? 
me and my mm-hmm. friend, I, I met one of, one, of, one of my best friends, Drew. I met him in college in a freaking drama class. I had to take it for like, you know, uh, I forgot what it was called back then. But like it was credits that could go towards your degree, but not in like your actual like major. And I had on uh, AJ Styles, the, be- uh, the that blue like phenomenal one shirt. And he had on a Cesaro shirt. We became friends. And we were talking about Bray Wyatt fighting Cena, right? And how they had um, Eminem do the uh, the promo package and everything for that whole matchup. And we watched it together. And Bray Wyatt lost to Cena. And right then and there, I was like, they fucked him up. Because yeah. he was on a total ride. Like this ride, like, oh my God, he's about to tear Cena. And did Cena really need that win? Absolutely not. He could have... Bray Wyatt could have totally used that win, and that would have brought him somewhere completely different. Now, mind you, yes, see, they 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 did a rematch, and it was like a cinematic match. But I feel like they only did that because they wanted to correct the mistake they fucked up in WrestleMania 30. You know, so when you ask me what I want to do, I agree with you. He should be a cult leader. I do. He was. It was so great. Um, I feel like they did the. I feel like he had to be the fiend because they. He he himself probably felt. The eater of the world's character wasn't going anywhere, especially to Vince. So, but no, I agree with you, man. I definitely, I definitely, if he comes back, be eater of the world's. I love it. I, yeah, I agree with you. They really fucked Bray because when they brought him in, it's like, is he going to be the new Undertaker? You know, in a sense where new supernatural, you know, type of character. And that's kind of the, the way it looked like it was going. And then he ran into that wall known as Cena. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't think Cena needed that win. And that was like at a time where Cena was starting to appear less and less on the show. And it's like Cena doesn't need doesn't need to beat Bray Wyatt. Like, what? Why does he need to beat Bray Wyatt? You know, why does he need to beat Rusev? You know, like he he needs to be putting these guys over. But you know, again, I don't think it was his call. But you know, Bray, they just they fucked him up. As soon as that, it's just all his momentum was gone. And then when they brought him in as, you know, the, the creepy, you know, Mr. Rogers character, the fiend, it seemed like this was a resurgence of the character. But then the whole thing with Seth, you know, where Seth hits him on the head with the large mallet. And yeah. it's, a, it's a hell in the cell match, but it ends in disqualification. Okay. Um, I remember <laughs> watching that and just going, okay. Right. But, um, but whatever. <laughs> And then, you know, he beat Seth, you know, for the title at the next pay-per-view. And then he runs into Goldberg. (laughs) And I know Goldberg, you know, he says, you know, all I know is that I was supposed to lose the match. And then they changed it. You know, I forgot forgot who told me this, but like, you know, apparently Saudi Arabia, I guess, has more pull creatively than we think. Yeah. They they pushed for Goldberg to win because, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, just after that, just all that momentum for you know Bray Wyatt was just officially gone again, and it's like, like why, you right? Know, why, like, why do that? Like, that's just that was a bad idea, and I don't know. Again, I don't want to act like Triple H is some kind of like magician, but right, with right. With, with with him in charge, I think he's going to do wonders for the Fiend's career. Um, not to say that the Fiend was like you know put on five star matches, but you know, or Bray Wyatt in general, but just like as far as like making this guy a top guy the way he should have been. Yeah. I think Triple H can do that. You know, because the whole point of this a Triple H's run bringing back these guys is <laughs> is that 
anyone that Vince saw no saw no value in and didn't believe in, you know, you're getting another shot. You know, Cross, um, you know, Scarlet, of course, you know, Gargano wouldn't wouldn't even had a shot on his television, right? Uh, and someone and then someone like Bray, so oh, uh, and uh, Dexter Loomis. So I'm I'm happy. To, I'm interested to see where it goes when it happens. You know, is Again, it's 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 the question on everyone's mind when it happened, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm interested because like whenever they released over 150 people last year, they they shot themselves in the foot because that made the roster really thin. Because it's just like, how many times do you have to see the right versus you know Drew McIntyre? How many times do you have to see? You know, blah, blah, blah. like we need more talent. We need more main event caliber guys on the roster. So, I'm glad a lot of people are coming back. Yep. No, I agree, man. I agree. So, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wrap this up right now because I'm pretty sure um, my baby's probably wake up from her nap. But um, we're gonna run this back tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. All right, man. So. Everybody, please, please, please check out my man Drew Yari um, on on what, what's the what's this channel? Spreaker. Um, well, it's on Spreaker. It's on Spreaker Live every eight uh, every eight, eight p.m. Eight, uh, Central, Central time, time on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays. Yes, sir. On Wednesday nights, Central Time, eight p.m. You could catch him on Twitter at the Drew Yari Show, right? Twitter, Drew Yari, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I'm very easy to find. Absolutely, yeah, man, and um, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, it no was fun. It was fun, bro. So, uh, everybody, have a great day. Enjoy y'all week, and uh, y'all gonna catch us tomorrow. What's good? What's going on, man? Not much. Just uh. Here in bed. It's pretty cold in this room, actually. Jeez. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just got finished watching SmackDown. Uh, what about you? Yeah, man. Um, it's funny that you said that. Yeah, it got. It was really cold uh, where I moved to in New York mm-hmm. today, and uh, we had like a really, really bad thunderstorm. That shit was really, really bad. Like I'd never seen that up here yet until today. So it's kind of funny that you said that. Yeah, same. We had uh, it was raining here earlier. Um, it's actually been raining this whole week, which is you know good because uh, it's been hot as balls for like the past fucking month. No, uh, yeah, no. So um, hopefully, all this rain, you know, means for a really cold winter. Bring it on. Yeah, no, that's true. It's crazy. It's about to be. It's about to be September already. It's summer flu. When you think about <laughs> it. Yeah, this whole year flew by actually because it's, it's it feels like uh it feels, what is it? Uh, what was that pay-per-view that came out at the beginning of the year? That day one or, yeah, day yeah, one. Day one, it was like <laughs> January, like 20-something, right? Yeah, it feels like that happened like last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's good that, you know, time flew by because now we can uh, get ready for the, you know, the winter, the holidays. And hopefully next year is a little bit better, I guess. Yeah, but, um, Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Brother Monty broadcast. I'm your host, of course, Brother Monty, and I'm joined by my brother, Drew Yari. And uh, yeah, man, um, can you uh, help me out with the, with the beginning of SmackDown? My, uh, my, 
my PS4 was kind of messed up, so, like, I didn't really catch, like, the first, like, 15 minutes of, like, SmackDown. Um, 15 minutes. So, the the, the beginning was, yeah, um, actually, let me just pull up the, like, the match card real quick. Give me one second. Because I think when I, when I finally got it to work, it was, like, what match was it? Oh, it was the, the women's second chance, uh, the tag team match we were talking about. Uh, uh, Corbin and Ricochet. Okay, okay. <clears throat> didn't they? Didn't they open like two weeks ago though? What's the? Well, point? yeah, but now, but I mean, now they have a feud because you know Ricochet okay. beat Corbin and then Corbin attacked him and the backstage is like, yeah, this ain't over, bro. This is far from over. Yeah, and now it's over. <laughs> Hopefully, um, yeah, Ricochet beat him. The match was, you know, so so. I mean, because. Ricochet again. He's extremely talented. Um, yeah. Corbin is the opposite of Ricochet um, <laughs> in terms of so, wrestling or like creativity or like just in general overall. Yes. Right. <laughs> so I mean, the match the match served its purpose. I mean, Ricochet Ricochet is over. I mean, the the crowd likes him. He's uh, you know, he's is he world championship material? Probably not, but like he's he's someone that you would want on a roster because he, again, he's the guy you put out on the first match of any house show, any TV show, any paper you to like get the crowd lined up, right? So, yeah, it's it, it was what it was, and then just Pat McAfee just <laughs> having a field day on on commentary, just like just completely trashing Corbin and. I think there there's a point where like he's trashing him and he, he starts to slip up and he's trying to think of what he's trying to say next. Even Michael Cole's laughing. He's like, ah yes, and then he just remembers what he was gonna say. Um <laughs> he's like, He's a he's an awful person, bum ass Corbin. He's just like going on tirade, like this almost like two minute tirade. It, it, it was wonderful. I love Pat McAfee. Yeah, I like Pat McAfee too. He was pretty funny. He was saying something. He was saying some wild shit the whole night, like, uh, later, when when uh, the whole Viking Raider uh, segment, he was like, he was like, they're not, you know, they're not allowed to shower before the match neither. And I was like, what? Hey, pause. What? <laughs> like, Wait, what? And then he tried to he tried to save himself, and he was like, he was like, that's that's the Viking rule, you know? Like, nah, 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 nah. You tried it. <laughs> it was funny. But um, I have a question for you. You think Ricochet is salvageable? Like, you think they can, you know, he can work his way up with some type of, you know, work, work some mic skills in there to, like, be where he can be, like, a, a valuable mid-carder? Well, I mean, he's, he has value, uh, definitely. I mean, um, he's not the greatest on the microphone. That's, you know, that's for sure. I mean, yeah, he, again, I mentioned, you know, I if I'm a wrestling promoter, I keep Ricochet because, again, he's the guy that you put in the first match of, like, any show. Pay-per-view, right. you know, house show, TV show. I mean, the kids like him. You know, they like his, you know, like his flips, you know. I mean, you need flips on the show. I mean, because AEW likes to go overboard with the flips. But uh, with, you know, WWE, it's like, you know, we need we need our wrestlers. We need our comic book. We need our comic book, you know, heroes. But, you know, we also need the guys that the people, you know, they see him and go, ooh, right. that was cool. That's so, cool. I, th- I think he's salvageable. Um, as far as, like, him 
being a world champion. I I don't think so. Right. Um, again, he just he doesn't have a very good personality. Like when he goes out there and tries to talk, it sounds like he's it sounds like he's hard. yeah, it sounds like he's doing an eighth grade you know school play whenever he tries to talk. And, you know, yeah. but yeah, I would I would keep, I would keep him. I think he has value to the company. Yeah. So uh, so after that, that then the the second chance uh, tag team match happened. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah, yeah. I was in the I was in the I I caught like the middle of it. What you what you thought about that match? Because I didn't really care for the winner, but um, when right. like when when Natalia won, I was like, I mean, not when Sonya won, I was like, okay. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like I feel like it kind of I feel like it kind of sucks when you uh, when you know like like that basically the outcome of this tournament already. We all know. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I knew from the beginning we were gonna get you know the heels to you know Kai and Sky and um. Fucking uh, Raquel and uh, Aaliyah, which again, random ass tag teams, but you know, putting some thought to this tournament. But yeah, this this tournament, this second chance thing, I didn't really care for. I mean, because we we talked about it the other day. You know, I'm, I'm bummed out that Toxic, you know, got pulled out of the tournament because Gigi Gigi got in a concussion, which again, that's serious. I mean, because I didn't think they were gonna win. Honestly, I mean, I would have per- personally preferred them to go in the finals and face, you know, Dakota Kai and Io Shirai. That would have been, that would have been a nice matchup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this match I personally didn't care for because I didn't really have a dog in the fight. Um, and then when Sonya and Natalia's team won, I just went, eh. <laughs> like, I just kind of went, eh, just, I, you know, you know, my feelings about Natalia. I don't right. care for her. Right. She's, she, I, she should really, she should have, she should have been hung up her boots a long time ago. She she moves far too slow. She moves like Matt Hardy in the ring. It's bad. It's terrible. Way too you, slow. You, you brought up Matt Hardy. Did you see that thing that Matt Hardy said? What did he say, bro? All right. So he has a podcast with uh, John Alba. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know if you know who that is. He's. Um, no, I, I don't, don't know if he's. A, I don't know if he's a sports journalist or something. But he seems pretty cool. Like I follow him. He's he's pretty cool. Um. <laughs> He has a podcast with him, and he basically just said, you know, if you don't like Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, then you're a fucking idiot. Like, he literally said that. Wow. And, like, he's, he, he, he yeah, he, he pretty much, he repeats it three times. You know, he's, he's like, you know, I stand by my statement. I'll defend the Young Bucks until I die. You know, if you don't like them or Kenny Omega, then you're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. I'm like, uh-huh. All right. Okay. <laughs> and, I mean, and I, that's guess why. I'm, I guess I guess I'm an idiot. I mean, I like I like Kenny Omega. I think he like um, he, I feel like he. I don't know. I feel like he's their franchise player. No matter what, no matter who comes in, who leaves, like he's a franchise player. The Young Bucks. I don't really like them. I feel like, I don't really feel like Omega's like this, but I definitely feel like the Young Bucks definitely. Push themselves to win. I don't know. I just feel, I I just feel that way. Like I feel like they themselves feel they have to be in like every important storyline when they don't really need to. In fact, they should be putting other people over. That's how you get other talent over. Like I feel like I feel like this run with Omega, for example. I, I don't mean to like get sidetracked, but like like mm. if I was run if I was using if I was running AEW, I would use this Omega second second run as him putting over other talent. You know what I mean? Like right. I would let I would let him face. 
I would let him have a bunch of like single feuds with people, make him win one match, like make him lose the second match, and out of the three out of pay per view, let him lose. Like use that, use his credibility and his name to put other people over. Did they don't do that enough? Like that's the problem. Young bucks don't do that. They don't really do that, man. Hey, who they put over? Um, was it, was it Keith Lee? No, Keith. No, no, that was Jurassic Park and uh and like Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs. Like I don't even know. Who did Jurassic Park beat? They they beat Young Bucks like for the tag team titles. Yes, I think it was like a. Uh, oh, actually, uh, uh, Jurassic Express. They beat um. They beat the Lucha Bros. Oh, see. But like the Young Bucks held the, the tag title like three times, right, or something like that. Uh, uh, two times actually. They just lost to. Swerve with Swerve in our glory, Swerve in, in Keithley. Oh, Keithley. Okay, so I may be over exaggerating, but still, like, I don't know. It feels like they, they always have to feel like they have to insert themselves in the most important storylines, and I don't like that. But yeah, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like them. I, I like Kenny Omega to a certain extent. Like, I don't know if you saw his promo on Will Osprey, he like kind of like really pressed him. Like, yeah, I, I just. Mm. Kenny, I'm sorry. I know you like Kenny, but it's just Kenny. Just to me, I saw that promo. I'm like, dude, you have no personality. <laughs> like he, he has no personality at all. Like he, he's like, you know, you never, you never main evented the Tokyo Dome or Wrestle Kingdom, or you, 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 uh, you wrestled Okada. I actually wrestled him two twice, and I lost him twice. It's like, oh my god. Just bad. Just boo. Boo. <laughs> like, that's why I thought of that promo. Really? You, you didn't like the promo? I'm sorry. I didn't like I didn't like the promo, dude. I'm sorry. I just I I don't like Kenny Omega's promos. I'm sorry. Like he, he to me he just comes off with that what is it, that sex operator voice and just like <laughs> him trying to sound like he's cool, but he just sounds like a douchebag and a dork. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to. I know he's. A, I know you like him, but it's just I. I'm. I'm I don't. I'm sorry. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny, man. I kind of get when you said six up for that. I heard it. The greatest wrestling artist alive, Kenny Omega. <laughs> that 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 <laughs> that really does sound like him, though. <laughs> but but um. Let's uh, let's get back on track to SmackDown. Right, right, so right, right, right. after that, you had Sheamus face off with Gunther, which I like this. Um, Sheamus come out with his boys, uh, Butcher, and I'm not not Butcher. I'm thinking of is it but no Butch. I'm sorry, Butch. Yeah, Butch. Uh, Butch and uh, Ridge Holland, and then uh, Gunther had uh, uh, Ludwig, and right. they're just they're just talking shit to each other. You know, Sheamus saying, you know, I'm. I put up banger after banger. I have great matches there, but I've beaten Hall of Famers. I beat John Cena. I beat Triple H. I beat Drew McIntyre. You know, I'm impressed by you because you remind me of me. And then Gunta telling Sheamus, you know, I'm going to whoop your ass. I'm going to chop you up. And then they just they just start staring at each other, and they don't even move. And while right. that's happening, yeah, Butch, <laughs> he just, like, fucking lunges at Ludwig. And... All this is happening, and Sheamus and Gunther are just not even paying attention. Managing, right? Exactly. They're just like you know, 
all right, like we got each other. And then eventually they have to hold back their guys. I'm like, that was, like, that was actually a good Seamus promo. Um, that was, I like that segment because I don't think I've ever seen anything like that where you were expecting a brawl, but they're like, we're gonna, we're not gonna touch until the until the paper. Right, like you know, whatever. Let the henchman like scrap a little. <laughs> like let our boys, you know, fight. All the while, I'll see you next week. But you know, what did you think about the promo about the uh, segment? I, I liked it. I liked it a lot because um, I. <sighs> I feel like this is one of these decisions where I don't really care who comes out victor, man. Like, wholeheartedly. If Sheamus beats him, it's like, shit, man. Well, he really earned that grand slam. You know what I mean? Like, he really earned that shit. But, um, and if Gunther beats him, that's a really nice way, like, Sheamus put him over for him to retain that title. And then, like, you know, he's going to have that, that. I feel like that, that that's, like, a really like, nice sign to show like the fans, like he's gonna have a a really like decent reign with this belt, and you know, make these make these mid card titles mean something, man. Like for fuck's sake, like they've been like so non existent for so long, Drew, and like it's been three weeks. Triple H is he had he definitely had this in mind from jump. Because he did those vignettes early on, and I like it. I really do like it. So, and Sheamus was really talking his shit because when you really think about it, hey, he ain't wrong, right? He ain't ain't lying. He had a really good run, like, ever since we can run it back since, what, the the Thunderdome? (laughs) Like, let's be real now, right? Mhm. So, no, I I totally agree with you, but I don't know, man. Like, let's. Who do you? Who Who's your very, very, very early pick for that matchup, for that pay per view? You would say. I mean, Gunta. I mean, just Gunta. Yeah, yeah Gunta. Keep that. Keep that motherfucking title, Gunta. <laughs> keep yeah. it on Gunta. Um, you know, Sheamus is you know of all the titles he's won, he's never been Intercontinental Champion, which is. Crazy to think about, right. um, but uh, I mean, the real winner is going to be the fans, as, as corny as that sounds, because this is going to be a brawl. I mean, the main event is going to be the main event, but I think this is the match people are really going to want to see because Sheamus has—he's been hot for the past two years, you know, since you know Thunderdome and all that shit. And then you got Gunta, you know, under the Triple H regime, he's being treated like a star, right? And you know, I. I mean, granted, I kind of wish they kept his old his old music, but you know, you know, just you know, I'm just I'm just you know spitball. But um, I, I I'm, I'm I can't wait for this. I want to see this. Uh, I'm glad I'm off weekends now. I can find I can watch this and enjoy it. Right. And you know, it's gonna be a twelve you know twelve p.m. sharp. That's when the pay per view starts. Um, if you live in the east, it's one eight. It's one uh, p.m. Eastern time. So, but this is this is gonna be a barn burner. I'm gonna love it. Oh oh, really? It's it's. So it's gonna be one PM for me. That's not bad. That's perfect. Yeah. Um yeah, I think they listed the they listed the times. Yeah, it's one PM Eastern time. Uh so it'd be twelve for me. So it's, I wonder how long it'll be. What do you think it's gonna be like three hours? Like three hour run time? Um I don't know how many, I forgot how many matches they have. I don't think they have too many matches, but I would think it's gonna be it's gonna end before like 
what, like three or four, if I had to guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, you, it's, it's, I'm, I'm glad you said that because, yeah, this, this match might be the one to run away with the show. Yeah. Yeah. And you're yeah, going to have a hot crowd. You're going to have a hot crowd in Wales. Yeah. Now, um, Next match. Good. Yeah, um, I wanted to ask you uh, real quick. Um, that segment with Sammy, Roman, and the Usos, what's <laughs> – I need to, I need to, I need to ask you because I, I really like how like they're doing this. Um, like I feel like Roman, I feel like Roman's the 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 instigator, right? He like kind of eggs it on a little bit. Jimmy Uso is like the the family member who's just enjoying himself. Like he's just there to be there. Like <laughs> he's living, he's living it up. And Jay Uso is the one that's like, you know, he's kind of like the hard nose. Like he's like, like always like he's basically up Sami Zayn's ass, but like. And I just, I really wanted to like know what you thought on what, what do you, what do you think is like, what's the ultimate goal for like for this for this storyline when in terms of Sami Zayn, like what what happens with him? What do you think happens with him? Like at the end of all of this? Honestly, I think yeah. this is a perfect way to bring in a solo because okay. um, there's rumors that they're going to bring Solo onto the main roster already, which good should have done that like a long time ago but yeah like i think what i think what's going to happen is that you know sammy is so convinced that he's going to be a part of the bloodline and romans you know like or not not even Roman, like one of the usos like jimmy can be like you know you know hey Us, we're you know we're going around we're going around the office the big dog wants a new member of the bloodline and you know sammy's just like you know giddy with enjoyment um while they know the truth and, you know, he, Sammy asked Roman straight up, like, do you want me to be in the group? And Roman just goes, do you even have to ask that question? You should know who's going to be, a, who's the new member of this group. And they have like, a, I guess like a coronation or no, not even that. Like Sammy decides to throw his own party. Like I'm the new member of the bloodline. And um, right as they're about to introduce, I guess Sammy is the member or no, like Roman can just be like, you know, play it up like he is going to be the member, but then say, but we decided to go in another direction. And that's when Solo comes out and just beats the shit out of Sam. Oh, shit. And, you know, and then you can do a Sammy and Solo match, without, which that'll be a banger. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, that, I, to me, I, I think this, this is like the perfect way to bring in Solo. You know, when they do that, I'm assuming it's going to be after... The uh, the Clash of the Castle show. So I don't know. That, that's just how I feel. I don't know. What do you feel? I like that. I like that. No, you you shocked me there. I was thinking. I, I don't. I I don't know. Like I was thinking. Does Does Sammy get like a rifle match with Roman? Like even though we are, we obviously probably know he won't win. But like the match he had with him was short. Like does that happen or? Does him and KO really win those titles from the Usos? Because, like, Kevin Owens, like, he stated, like, multiple times, like, he's wanted to win those titles with Sami Zayn. So, do you think they just do that for a little bit and, like, they 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 become a part of the tag team division for a little bit? I mean, that could happen, too. Because um, it kind of looks like that's the way it's going. With, uh, when is it, last week when... <laughs> When you know Kevin Owens had the match against Drew, 
and the Usos came out and you know disrupted it, and then he yells at the Usos, "Tell your boss, you know, he owes me one." And then Roman said, "You know, I don't owe anyone anything." So that could be a way to bring in Kevin Owens and have Kevin Owens and Sammy be a tag team. Um, I mean, you definitely do that. I mean, I, I you know, my idea, your idea, the, that means they both work. They they can both yeah, be right. plausible options. You're right. You're right. I feel like I feel like because I feel like if Solo debuts, mm-hmm. he has to win a belt because then they're gonna all be pressuring him, especially since he's the youngest one. Oh my God! You can imagine those segments, all the peer pressure from all of them on him, like. It's just gonna get worse and worse each week. You can imagine, like the shit they, the shit that they pulled with Roman to Jay. Imagine what Jimmy and Jay would do to their baby brother. Like this is their baby brother for real. Like you can only imagine Jerusalem. It'll be. Let it'll me ask be you. So, it'll, it'll be so cool to see if they went that let, route. Let me ask you something. So, like, if say, like, they do bring in Solo to be in the bloodline, right? Do Do you see like an eventual feud with Solo and Roman? Were like, I wanted that. I wanted that. I wanted Solo. I wanted Solo to be the rejector, like the ultimate rejector, since he's the youngest one. Because, right, like, like, like that could happen. Like Solo is like the one who's like very hearted, and he's like, you know, you know, why are we taking shit from this guy? You know, we should be doing our own shit. Like we're like you're the tag team champs, blah blah. blah. And then you know the Usos are the ones that have to kind of like try to keep him in line. Like Roman's like Roman's like telling the Usos, "Hey man, that's your brother. Deal with him." Right, keep in line. Like you can do something like that, and then eventually, you can get a program with Solo and Roman, and then maybe that's a way you can bring the Rocket, where, you know, Solo needs a tag team partner because even his own family isn't going to help him. And then he's like, "I found a partner," and he's family. That would be sick. That would be sick as hell because like they could drag that. Because best of believe they could drag that all the way out to like the Royal Rumble. Because guess what, man. The Rock is cleared January 2023 on for like four months. Uh, like the basically the schedule from Rumble to Mania, he has it cleared. So who knows? Oh, like, definitely. He, yeah. So like they could do it. That would be sick as fuck, man. I mean, that kind of seems like the way to go. I mean, because like how I, like I would it. book it personally is like that would be sick as fuck. You know, people would be intrigued because. It's real. It's like they they have <clears throat> real. It has like real aspects to it. It's real family. Everybody's family there. Like they can play. They can play off with it so well that people be like, "Yo, this shit is really like intriguing." Right. I mean, because like the best we can go about it is just have them come out as like entry number thirty to like really get people hyped, and you can have like the final two him be like him and him and Cody. Mm-hmm. As like you know, because people love Cody, people love The Rock, and you know, you really want Cody to get that big ass rub. You know, put him in the ring with The Rock. You know, that would be dope. I would love that. And will they do that? I don't know. But I mean, Cody more than likely is going to come back in the Rumble. The Rock. I want. My... Oh, see, okay. So let me ask you this now. Then does, huh, does The Rock? Damn, no. Does Rock and Roman need the belt at, at Mania? I don't think so. I mean, because okay. like I don't, I don't, I don't know I if I, t- I agree. I don't know if I told you this the other week or the other day, but like the Rock and Roman doesn't need to be for a title. Like it could just be for pretty much like bragging rights, you know? Right. Like, 
Roman's whole thing is, you know, I, I'm the head of the table. And The Rock's like, that's adorable. I actually bought the table. You know, I built the table. <laughs> I own the house, you know, and I, you know, rents do, motherfucker. Like, do something like that, you know? Like, it doesn't need yeah. to be for the top. It's just about family bragging rights. Because I feel like, I feel like the ultimate goal is if you're going to split those titles up like we were talking about, put one of those belts on Cody motherfucking Rhodes. He's, he's <clears throat> Hulk Hogan 2.0. And before people started, like, getting pissed <laughs> off at me for, for calling him that, listen, when I, what I mean by that is he plays perfectly well to the children. He's, like, he's like kind of like Mr. America in a way, like the way he presents himself. And don't get me wrong, I like the way to present himself. Besides Roman and Bobby Lashley, He's like number two in like how they present him, and as they should, they're paying him top dollar. So, no pun intended as to like the the the, the other guy that's in like that group at row. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> like yeah, I feel like I feel like you have to put one one of those belts on Cody because you know what I mean. He's he, I, I don't know, man. From the stuff he was doing in AEW, I wasn't really. I wasn't I wasn't really liking it. Like well, I was up until he did that political promo. I was like, Oh god, why would you do that? You don't you don't do shit like that. You don't you don't bring that shit into wrestling in, in a wrestling ring. Shut up. Like I mean, that's what happens when Cody tries to book himself. Yeah, when, yeah I was you know, like, like, no. When he gets to WWE, I can imagine like Triple H and Vince were like when Vince was still there, that Vince was like, you know, yeah, let's not do shit like that. <laughs> let's 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 scale back, you know, because I can I can picture like Cody trying to run ideas by Triple H, and Triple H just being like, mm, "Let's do something different. <laughs> let's, let's let's go with right. your idea, but let's let's like scale it back a little bit." Right? Because like, because if you really think about it, like when I was when I was saying well, like them using like big names to putting people over, like before he passed away and stuff. Cody Rhodes put over Brody Lee like crazy. He made Brody Lee very like one of their main guys, and, and he put him over really well. He put over Malachi Malachi Black really well too. Like, but I don't know. I'm 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 digressing a lot. I don't know. I just no, think okay. I I just I just think I just think Cody, if if he, if they're gonna split it, he has to take one of those belts. So, did you hear a thing that came out today that Triple H is apparently going to do some redesigns for all the belts? Oh, shit. Word? Yeah. I mean, which is good. I mean, because the belts are just not... WWE has ugly-ass belts. I'm just going to be like, yeah. They have really Hell ugly yeah. belts. You know, the, de- the, world, the world titles look like giant belt buckles. You know, and the inter- inter- Intercontinental titles just doesn't look very good. The U.S. title... Looks like the honeycomb cereal logo. That's the f- the first time I saw. It, I'm like, that looks like the honeycomb cereal logo. Um, They're bad. <laughs> the tag team belts look like you know giant pennies, and then you know the women's title just they look like the men's title. So, right. I mean, good good for redesign, especially since you're going to keep the uh, the brand split. You know, you want your titles to differentiate each other. You know, like so. What do you so wait? Do you think they're going to keep it universal and uh, like WWE title. Well, because here's name? the thing is, well, yeah, because here's the thing is because like, you know the when they tried to unify the titles, 
yeah. it ended up becoming, I guess, kind of biting them in the ass because, you know, Fox and USA were like, you know, oh, we get Roman Reigns on both of our shows. And then Roman's like, eh, not so fast. He just right. he signed, a new, he signed a new deal and I was going to work lesser dates, which, you know, good for Roman. Well, deserved because he's, he's their guy. He's their top guy. And, you know, SmackDown wants a champion and USA wants a champion. So, um, you know, they're going to want, they're going to want their champions. So, you know, for Raw, um, I don't know if they're going to keep, I don't know if they're, if, if the Universal Champion or the WWE Champion is going to be on Raw. But if so, I mean, don't just like give them different colored straps. Just right. make a Universal title that looks like the Universal title and make oh, a Raw gonna do that. WWE Championship that looks like the WWE Championship. And, you know, it's for the longest time, you know, the brand split has just been differentiated on, you know, one brand is red and the other is blue. Okay. What else can you tell me about it? Um, nothing much. So I, I hope it's true. I hope it's true. And I hope it comes sooner rather than later. Right. No, I agree because they do look very bland. They all look basically the same shit. And tag team titles, like you said, they look like fucking petty. They they look bad. They all look bad. So I just I'm just curious, what the hell are they gonna make the universal? I mean, I don't know. I mean, because like, if I had if I had to pick anything, yeah. I would say maybe make it look similar to the old school '90s belt, the one the one with the uh, eagle on it. You can do that. Um, maybe do something similar to the big gold belt. I don't, I don't know. Because like, it's one of those things of like, you know, we could spitball ideas, but before all we know, they can be doing something completely different. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Right. No, no, no. I get you. I get you. Shit. Uh, let's see. SmackDown. I still have the results up here. So next was... Uh, Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah defeating Natalia and Sonya Deville. Um, yeah, I, I didn't care about that shit. It, yeah, I don't man. understand, man. I mean, I like Raquel. I just don't like this whole, like, smiling, happy-go-lucky Raquel. I mean, I like the the tough, the tough fucking crazy... No, well, not crazy, but, like, the tough bitch Raquel that would just come out and just slam bitches. Like, that's, that's the Raquel I like. You know, yeah, why, why the hell she smiles so much? It's mad weird. I don't like that. What's going on? It's just weird. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't like that. It just she looks she looks mad <laughs> uncomfortable. It's funny. Like, you know, you don't see that. Like, when did she ever smile that much in NXT? I don't know. I guess when she won matches, <laughs> if I had to guess. But um, yeah, I, I just. You know, Sooner rather than later, I just hope she goes back to just being, you know, tough ass, you know, yeah. Alex Lennon bitches, Raquel, and not this. Oh, yay, I'm happy to be here, Raquel. Yay, look at me, I'm happy, yay. So, um, next, the, the New Day came back. Uh, let's see, Xavier was in a wheelchair. He had a blanket over his leg, which yeah. I, I think we kind of knew where that was going. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Nash from WCW and the Viking Raiders came out to talk a little bit of shit and Kofi Kingston distracted him while they weren't looking 
uh, Xavier comes out and reveals that he was he's actually been okay the whole time, and you know throws a kendo stick to Kofi, and they take out the Viking Raiders. So, I mean, it's good the New Day are back. The New Day they sell merch; people like them. They're over, so I mean, good for them. Yeah, um, I was gonna ask. Uh, do you do you really care for the Viking Raiders, honestly? No, not really. Okay. I mean, okay. uh, I didn't really, I didn't follow their work in Japan when they were a war machine. Um, yeah. When they came to NXT, I was like, you know, you know, this is a nice attraction. You got two big hosses as a, as a tag team, but they didn't really do anything in NXT as far as I can remember. Right, and exactly. They bring them up to the main roster. They give them that, go- what's it, they call them the Viking experience, and then they just call them the Viking Raiders. And right. They just they haven't really done anything. And it's just like, at this point, it's like, why should I care? Like, give me one reason why I should care about this team. Exactly. And that's exactly how I feel about them, too. It's just, they haven't done anything. And they 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 were NXT for a while, too. And they were on the main roster. They have been on the main roster for a while. Granted, you know, I feel like both of them, both they both got injured, like, on separate occasions or, like, I guess both tag teams got stalled or whatever you can say, but mm-hmm. like, still they still haven't done anything regardless of that fact. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like at a certain point in time you start to like kind of like be like, yeah, well, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> you, de- you definitely do. Like you, you, your patience starts to wear thin at a certain point. There's only so there's only so long you can like wait and see, you know. Yeah, and then just I don't I don't know how you feel about this. Like, what do you feel about Hit Row coming back? Who? Hit Row. Oh, um, this. I, thank you, thank you for bringing this up because they made this matchup for next week. Um, I don't, I don't know. I I think that they could have brought in anybody else besides them. Like I feel like they if like if they if, if they wanted to bring in a tag team right, they could have brought in a better tag team. You feel like you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they could have brought in a better tag team to hit bro. And truthfully speaking, if you want to do the the maximum male models, I feel like when rumors were speculating that LA LA Knight wasn't going to be in it, that uh. That I was happy about that because I figured, shoot, the girls can run it and he could be on his own because he don't need that group and that group is just weird. Yeah, I was talking about LA Knight. Like I, I guess the reason why they decided to get in this gimmick is just you know he's not exactly a spring chicken. I think he's I don't know if he's forty or if he's already about to be forty, but it's just like, I mean, does that really matter? You know, personally, because no, the, I mean, the guy can work. Is I mean, he's not a He's not a you know the greatest wrestling artist alive, but he could still go out there and he could be the worker that they want. You know, he's a safe worker; he doesn't hurt anybody. So I don't know. Okay, I'm I was looking forward to LA Knight in the main roster, especially with that entrance and just his catchphrase. You know, he's whole not, building going LA Knight. Right, Drew. He's not even forty yet. He's still thirty nine. His birthday's November first. Hmm. Come on, you're right. I wanted to see LA Knight on the main roster too. And if they really want to do the maximum amount, they can do it. They just don't need him. 
They don't need him. It's yeah. stupid. It's stupid. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it, I don't know. But um, next you have the main event. It was a uh, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. I. Yeah, I mean it was it was a fun match. It was it kind of went the way it should have. Um, what what I didn't know was that they were doing a double taping for this week's SmackDown next week's because they're going to go to Cardiff Wales on Saturday. So I was actually interested. I'm like, is next week's show going to be taped? And uh, one of one of the I forget who was, but one of the, one of my followers was letting me know they're actually doing the double taping tonight. Um, so I think I saw like an, a spoiled image of the end of the show, which was, you know, the bloodline standing over Drew and, you know, McIntyre won at the end of the show, you know, Roman, the Usos and Sammy just, you know, took turns beating the shit out of Drew and stood nice. over him. Good. No, no, no. Yeah. Like they, like you said, they were beating the shit out of him. <laughs> and that was, I don't know, man. That was pretty dope, but this is what I really, 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 really want to know your thoughts on. Is this is this Triple H's first test? Who wins this? To be, you know what, and this this isn't a cop out answer. I I truly don't know who's going to win this match, and I actually like the fact that I don't know because Me too. you know we watch a lot of you know in the past we've watched a lot of wrestling where you know, the winner of the match was all, was pretty much like, you know, determined from day one. And then, you know, this feud, it's like, it can go either way. I mean, cause like, do you really take the belts off of Roman and give it to Drew? I mean, are you going to go you know back with Drew? Um, and also next, well, next Friday, you know, it's being taped tonight, but next Friday is supposed to be the two year anniversary of Roman being the champion. Um, so I don't know if that plays a part in it, but I don't know. Like, do they give it to Drew that he, that because he's in Cardiff? Kind of to like, I guess to be his WrestleMania moment that he didn't get to actually get at Mania. Um, I don't know. I mean, if they gave it to Drew, I, I wouldn't mind. It. I wouldn't mind if they gave it to Drew. Honestly, I think I think you're right. I feel like if they do give it to him, that's exactly why to it's like to re, like redeem himself for the. Well, not redeem, I should say. The, I guess, allowing him to have his moment. And it's it's in Wales. Like, everyone's going to be cheering for him, I, I believe. Well, who knows? You never know. But most likely, everybody's going to go crazy, batshit crazy for Drew. So, I don't freaking know. I, I really don't. You're right. I really don't know who's going to win. I feel like that's just going to make it fun. That's just really going to make it fun. So, I mean, I'm, I'm again. That's a match I'm looking forward to because it can go either way, um, yeah. and just the whole show in general. I'm looking forward to it. This could be a this could be one of the better pay per views of the year. Yeah, it's funny they might just keep getting better and better, like all the way towards the end of the year. They really might. Yeah, and that's what WWE has been doing a lot lately. Is that even before you know Triple H took over the pay per views, aside from the Rumble have been really solid, you know, because we've, we've gone into a lot of these pay-per-views thinking, you know, yeah, this is just going to be a, you know, middle-of-the-road pay-per-view that nobody cares about. And then you watch it, you're like, that was actually a pretty good pay-per-view. Right. Right. No, you, yeah. 
you hit it right on the right on the button. Honestly, like legit, I feel like every pay per view had a card that you probably thought to yourself, like, mm-hmm. like this is really it. And then when you watch it, you're probably like, oh wow, this is really better than I thought it was gonna be. And I really had that expression on every pay per view. Not gonna lie, like Hell in the Cell wasn't that long, but it was really good. Like they didn't really have that many uh that many matches on that card, I don't think. But it was really good to me. Right, you know, Hell in the Cell ended up being really good, especially the Cody match, you know, which you know, I so far is is my choice for match of the year. Like it was just a really goddamn good match. And you know, maybe maybe Sheamus and Gunta could be the match of the year. Maybe right. Roman and Drew can be match of the year. Right. Um but um yeah, next next weekend in general, if you're a wrestling fan, it's it's there's gonna be a lot. You know, you're gonna have uh Clash of the Castle, you're gonna have Worlds Collide, you're gonna have all out, which I mean <laughs> what they do with that pay per view is, you know, is remains to be seen. But it's Wait, when's all when's all out? Next Sunday. Oh shit, for real? Yep, and uh, Worlds Collide is going to be... Oh, my God. So then, oh, my God. I didn't realize it was next Sunday. So then yesterday's match really even makes more and more sense. Like, yeah, and then Worlds Collide is actually going to be, I think, at like 4 p.m. So it's going to come out before All Out. Oh, shit. That's pretty dope. So, you know, it's a busy week if you're a wrestling fan. Yeah, who's... Who's... who's uh... Who's, oh, Brian Breaker versus uh, Tyler Bate, right? That's like the main event. Let me pull up the match card real quick. The World Squad. That's pretty dope. Damn, we have a lot to look forward to then. That's pretty cool. So far, it's the uh, the two world champions, Tyler Bate and Braun Breaker, which I think that's going to, I believe these are going to be unification matches because uh, UK is going to fold and they're going to start NXT Europe. Um, so there's that. And then there's a triple threat for the women's championship. Uh, Mandy Rose and uh, let's see, I think Blair Davenport uh-huh. and uh, Sadam Moore. So. Uh, whoever wins that, basically it's winner take all. Oh, shit. And they're all going to be joining 2.0? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they'll allow Satamore to win. Maybe maybe they'll bring it on 2.0. Because I heard that they want to bring Toxic Attraction to the main roster. So I don't know if they'll put the title on Satamore or put it on Davenport. Um, I don't know. It could go either way. I mean, Braun versus Tyler Bate, I would assume Braun's going to win. But yeah. to me, it's just like, Braun needs to be on the main roster already. Because, like, he's he's uh, he's kind of outgrown NXT. Like, at this point, he's basically a, a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. So, you know, who they, who they have him drop the title to, I don't know. I can't imagine they'll have to drop it to Tyler Bate. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But uh, if he drops it to anyone, it should probably be Carmelo Hayes. Right. Exactly. 
Exactly. But um, who um else, like who 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 else is the right answer, right? Right, there really is nobody. Yeah, right. there's nobody on the show. I mean, because Hayes seems like the only viable option. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck. Uh, I I can't really think of anyone else. Not right. So not Vaughn the main roster. Like you can, you know, Vaughn Wagner. Get, you know, no. no, he's getting winning shit. Um, I I really got nobody else in mind, but you know, Hayes. Yeah, like honestly, I can't watch. I don't watch NXT 2.0. Like I can't. I don't bother. I I, I Tuesdays and Thursdays. Honestly, I can I can deal with. I can deal with like not watching wrestling at night. Thursdays, I would never watch wrestling. I would never. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what people on the internet say. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care, Drew. I would never <laughs> watch Impact a day in my life. No. And, like, I can't watch New Japan. I just don't have the time to be up that early because I have to work in the morning. So, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't watch NXT as religiously as most people do. I, I, I'll watch it if it's on. and I'll try to see what's going on. I'll watch their takeovers. And some of it's pretty good. Some of it's just, like, you know, uh, they really should consider putting – this NXT back on the network. Right. Because it's just, it's too much green. It's like, you know, when, when Brown leaves, when Carmelo leaves, like, you know, who else are you going to have? Like, you can't leave this show on television. I mean, granted, exactly. they're getting better ratings than Rampage, but I think anything is better ratings than Rampage, to be honest. But um, just, I don't know, just put it back on the network. Put, you know, keep it to maybe an hour, hour and a half. Right. I don't really think, I don't think it needs to be two hours. Um, right. You know, Raw doesn't need to be three hours anymore, and hopefully Triple H, you know, works on that. Um, I don't know. I, I think we're giving Triple H like way too many like tasks, and more than likely he won't like be able to get to all of them. But uh, hopefully, you know, getting Raw back to two hours, I mean, is something he can do. I mean, over time he'll get to everything. I just feel like certain. I just feel like with the way things are nowadays. People are gonna. I feel like people are just, in general, for everything, are just quick to bitch and complain, or not just bitch and complain, but just whine and to just in general, just to do it. So I feel like somebody, no matter what he does, somebody's gonna say something about it. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't please everybody. I mean, because you know now now the great Tony, the great Tony Khan is even having people. Uh, Revolt against him. I don't know if you heard that. Um, what do you mean? What does that mean? I mean, you hear all the turmoil going on in in uh, in AEW, bro. Uh, what is it? Uh, go ahead. What do you mean? Oh, you seriously don't know what I'm. All right. So, all right. So on Wednesday, Tony Khan had to hold a talent meeting to yeah. pretty much tell to pretty much tell everybody, you know. That you know, blah blah blah, you see, and D, and apparently, Kenny and the Young Bucks, you know, told him if you have any problems, come talk to us. And Kenny apparently gave him a very stern talking to, which was seen as tough love, quote unquote. Imagine Kenny trying to show someone tough love. Um, and then people just didn't know how to react to it. And then apparently, uh, Tony announced that he had to send an email, a legal letter to Stephanie McMahon. 
and and uh, Nitcon to not tamper with uh, talent that are under contract. So that's yeah, I got to yeah, right. You know, uh, Triple H has Tony Shook, and then uh, everything that's been going on uh, apparently, or not even apparently, this is already announced, but with uh, uh, what is it, Eddie Kingston and uh, Sammy Guevara. Yeah, I read that. With like the he body shamed him to like uh apparently like he he did like in a live promo and Eddie Kingston didn't approve of like the what he was gonna say to him. So he like smacked him. Did he smack him or like did he like did they really fight each other? Apparently it wasn't even a smack, it was just a pie face. Like when Sammy and Tay got to the back, uh Eddie one of them is like, you know, you don't you don't fetch shame me and then you know I face him. And now, apparently, Eddie is uh, suspended. I think they were supposed to have a match at All Out, then he got suspended. So, no so match. So, it's just no match. Okay, no match at the moment. But, I don't know, like... that's I don't know. First off, first <clears throat> off, TK is wrong. TK is wrong to have a do shit like that. You the owner. Be a man. You do it. What's wrong with you? Like... What you think? What you think? I'm chosen. I'm chosen. Be like, go ahead, road dog. Take the floor. No, stop it. Like he's gonna run. The, he's gonna run a meeting. Like I don't mean to like make it like a WWE thing, but like, like you know, compare at all. But like, come on, TK. You you run. You 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 run. You run the show. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if he has people in charge of like you know. Of it, but come on, that's messed up. I don't know, everything's all fucked up. Yeah, and then just I don't know with Eddie, it's just I don't know. Like, I I feel differently about it because if your whole gimmick is that you're this tough guy from New York and you're the tough, hardcore deathmatch guy from CZW, but making fun of your weight is crossing the line. I mean, I, I'm a fat. I'm fat. I, I have a belly. You know, I, when people call me fat, I'm like, yeah, I'm fat. I'm trying to work on it, but yeah, I'm fat. But, you know, I'm not going to, I don't, I also don't parade myself as being like, I'm as tough New Yorker. I'm from New York. I'm a badass. I do death matches. I'm obsessed with Japanese wrestling. Like, it just, it kind of, I'm just going to say, it, it kind of makes Eddie kind of look like a little pussy, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. I feel like he should have never, and he publicly apologized on Twitter. Like, if that was the case, man, if you did all that just to apologize, you should have just never did it in the first place. You should have just never got mad in the first place. You just cost yourself. You're right. I mean, like, doing all those promos, um, them hard ass promos and stuff. I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, you're right. In a sense, though, you're right. I understand exactly what you're saying. Like, it kind of, like, wait. No, no, no. I get you. I mean, like, if your weight really bothers, if it bothers you that much when people call you fat, why don't you do something about it? Like, lose the weight, or. Is it like a thing like with Chris Arrow where you have a thyroid problem? Like I don't I don't know a situation, but like, like right, do something about it, dude. 
Like that's really all I gotta say. Like do something about it. Right. No, no, no. no, no, no. I get you. So craziness going on in AEW, but um, yeah. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to go over? No, no man. I guess we'll just uh, about wrap it up, man. All right. Uh, do you want me to uh, let me go first, or oh, I mean, it's your show. Of course, you go first. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody, please. Um, the Drew Yari Show, Wednesday, eight p.m. Central Time, everywhere. He's everywhere on Instagram at Drew Yari. Well, I mean, I. Uh... Yeah, uh, on Instagram, it's I think it's just I think it's the Drew Yari Show. Twitter, same thing, the Drew Yari Show, and right. I have a Facebook page that I kind of use, but not really. Um, but yeah, Spreaker, Spreaker is the home base, and uh, if you're on the Russ and Soup Discord channel, I am there live 8 p.m. Central Time every night, and uh, I have a cavalcade of hosts. You sh- I mean, for the most part, I'm a solo guy, but I hate doing solo shows, so I like to make sure I have a guest. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, I have my friend Justin on. He's uh, he's 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 new to the. Well, he's not new to the scene. He's he's a wrestling fan like us. He's I've known him. I've known him since middle school, actually. Um, is that is that so, is that Spinebuster Tease? Spinebuster Tease. That's him. Yeah, I was the past couple uh shows I've tuned in. Like, I was like, I wonder who that is. Yeah, Justin. He's he's good people. He's he's a, he's new to the family. Nice. nice. Um. And then a mutual friend of ours, RJ, the Brooklyn Savage. Yes, sir. Of course. Yeah, shout out our brother. Monty here. He's a part of the family as well. Uh, Jeff Littman and uh, Ruben Prime, which we will be doing our Patreon show this Sunday. So look out for that. And also Patreon, five bucks a month. It's you got you'll get some bang for your buck. You'll get a you'll get an unedited, uncut version of the regular show. No ads, just a full uncut Yari, the way it should be. And uh, I do a show with RJ. I do a show with Jeff. I do a show with Ruben. And it's some good shit. I mean, it's it's different from the regular show because we're not really talking wrestling all that much. We're just talking about the shit we like. Movies, life, TV shows, music, comics. So check it out. And uh, you won't be disappointed. Alright. Pretty dope. Well, everybody, hope you have a great night, great weekend, and... Uh, yeah, I appreciate you, Drew, man. Appreciate you. Have a, have a good night. You too, brother. Take care.